I love my weeds. I I can't smoke them, but I could eat them. I love my weed. I can't smoke them. I don't like the coughing. I remember I coughed one time and gave myself like, like I had just had a baby. Oh yeah. And was coughing and coughing and coughing. And you know, our pelvic bones break oh. on their own. So we can, so the baby could, you know, push past I'm, the birth canal. I am so glad I'm not a woman. It's not even painful, <laughs> but that cough was painful. Of and I was just like, yeah, I can't painful. do this shit no more. Yeah, because you don't know it breaks. You don't, you don't really feel it. Yeah. You don't really feel it until like, you know, like that, that's what causes most women to wobble when they pregnant. Uh, yeah, because the pelvic bone. Yeah. It break on its own. It got to break. I never think of that. Yeah. It has to break. That makes sense. Yeah, kids are dangerous. <laughs> For real. Yeah, that's why I ain't gonna make none. <laughs> you are like almost 40 with no kid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm gonna keep it that way. Yeah, like your goddaughter like about to be grown. She's about mm -hmm. to be 17. Yeah, yeah, keep it that way. Listen, if I if I need if I need any, I'll just adopt one of yours. Hey, it's a whole bunch of them over here. You know, it's nine. Nah. These be like, it's nine. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. I can take one. I can take one. I'll take... They all grown now. Yeah, I'll take whichever one the oldest. She do everything <laughs> on her own. That's why. <laughs> <laughs> she do everything. She cook, she wash the dishes, she do her own hair. Motherfucker can walk to the store by herself. So I'm scheduled, but always on time. This is the Around the Way podcast, and I'm your host, Hayden Steele. My lovely co-host, Frankie Baby, is not here with me today. But I got my homie from, I don't even know how long, Rayshonda here with me. And it's truly been a minute since we have got to, like, have any kind of conversation. So I love it when this happens, because then, you know, I get to learn new stuff about people. So uh, it's going to be fun. I am very, yeah, very excited for this because it's, it's it took long enough. <laughs> so yeah, yeah, right. I done went on vacation. Everything. Oh, shit. How was starting off? How are you doing, first of all? And then how was vacation? I am doing okay. Vacation was like, um, it was a test run, so to speak. Uh-huh. Because, you know, I have been a mom all my life. Yes. So it was like to see like what it would be like to go venture off without a kid to mom can I get oh ouch mom I fell or hey mom can you tie my shoe so it was like one of those experiences but it was also so peaceful like it was like it was like a recharge for the most yeah. part but it was nice it was really nice I learned a lot of new stuff where'd you go I went to San Antonio oh dope all right I and we drove y'all drove Oh, so y'all yes. got to see some shit then. That's what's up. A lot of people don't like to drive that far, but like it's uh it's cool because you get to like you get to see shit on your way there. I didn't see anything. I was asleep. Oh my but, god. We <laughs> <laughs> help drive but none. Because it's like it's because Texas is so big. True. So even like I woke up, I think I got us to Arkansas. Mm-hmm. And then I fell asleep and we, I woke up, we was in Houston, but San Antonio is like four hours from Houston. Shit. Exactly. But, and we was driving. So it was like still a little stretch, 
but it was it was a nice trip. It really was. It was nice. The weather was really nice. It wasn't humid. They don't have dry heat, which is I mean, they have dry heat, which is awesome. Like whereas up here we have humid heat. Like it's humid. Muggy. Yeah. Yeah, it's not humid down there. So it was nice. Oh, I'm glad um, you enjoyed it. I um, don't really think they races down there. Races everywhere. Yeah, they races in San Antonio. I would have thought they wouldn't have been racist because we are brown, but no. Nah, no, nah, no. Nah. I'm too Tim, dark brown. You ain't Tim Duncan. Yeah, that's pretty much. <laughs> that's pretty much what we yeah. was getting. <laughs> um, you have you have been you haven't been a mom the entire time I've known you, but you have been a mom for a very long time. Oh, a long time. Like, yeah, yeah. You you like you got nine rings. Yeah, I so, got nine. So um my question to you is coming from a big family, how does it feel to like have a big family now? Was it like is it almost like full circle for you, or is it like shit? I'm just used to having a squad, so now I just made my own squad. Um because you niggas is fertile, y'all be we be popping them out on this side. Yeah. Well, you know, I'm not, I your think brother I don't waste no time, man. <laughs> My brother, yes. Hey, no time. I thought we was in a race, and he just stopped. Hey, bitch, if you gonna keep going, bitch, I'm gonna quit, and that's right, what he right. did. <laughs> <laughs> I think our my last one and his last two are like, I want to say like a year apart, if mm. that. We might they might be like ten months apart. My his last two and my one, my la, my youngest. But yeah, uh, the times have changed. So like how we were growing up, you know, we was always at somebody's house. Like it wasn't just me at Chanel house. It was like me, my sister, yeah, Mookie them, Shannon them. Like it was always we not. I'm not like that with my kids. Mm-hmm. And I'm not saying, of course, I don't live in Cleveland anymore, but the times have changed. And I'm not saying everybody is a bad parent because there is no handbook on this shit. Mm-hmm. My parenting style and somebody else's parenting style is not the same. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. But like, I just realized, like, I need to start bringing my kids back around people, but there's so many of them. Like, I really... I, I really didn't have a mental capacity capacity to raise all these motherfucking kids. I just do it because that's all I know. You know what I mean? I'm not failing as a parent. Don't get me wrong. But it's so many of them and it's one me. True. Yeah. That's understandable, though. That's I, that I would imagine that's how a lot of moms feel. I don't know. I ain't think other people felt like that. I think, I think, yeah, I've heard mothers say, like, yeah, it's overwhelming. Because, you know, for a minute, I, I dated a woman with, like, five kids. So, like, um, I can understand, like, it is overwhelming. Like, if she, it's just overwhelming. It's because there's a lot of people, a lot of personalities, a lot of feelings. It's a lot of personalities. Like, yeah. And if you can't parent everybody the same, I wish I could go back to having five kids. But shit, it's too late. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Club, but... It's not, you know, I think because my, my older kids are older, they 16, 14, 13. Mm-hmm. And then everybody else after them is like walking, talking, potty train. So it's not as bad as it used to be. Now I'm dealing with like 
Um, I got a teenage daughter. She like boys. I got uh, two teenage sons. One of them is gay. One of them not. So I got all these hormones mm-hmm. at one time. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. So now it's like, whoa. I think it was easier when they was younger. But they was just, you could treat all the babies the same. Just love them. Yeah. Now you motherfuckers is growing up and y'all liking what y'all like. And now it's like, I had to cut my work schedule. So now I'm down to like four days a week. But I have to take somebody with me just so we can get that one-on-one time. Yeah. So I, due to it being nine of them, I like clock in. I clock in and I rotate them. So I'll take all the girls one day and then take all the boys the next day. Like I rotate them so they can have that time. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like being a parent, I'm a single parent. But I'm not a single parent. I kind of am. But because they do have a stepdad, uh-huh. they do have a stepdad. But just being a single mom, like moms are so important. Parents are so important, period. But being a mom, speaking as a mom, uh-huh. you know, we grew up together. So, you know, like our moms had to do what they had to do for themselves first to yeah. be healthy enough to help us. Yeah. You get what I'm saying? I didn't want that to be the situation for me. So I always like, I just try to parent different from what I was seeing, if that makes sense. No, that do make sense. Because, you know, uh, growing up, you see all the things that you want to do and all the things that you're not yeah. supposed to do. And then, like, as you get older, you just kind of you got to kind of figure out what's what's for you and what works for you. And with right. parenting, like, you know, I ain't nobody's parent. All I can say is that. Shit, they just like they like they like little people going through all the emotions. And I and yeah. for me, I feel like I have seen some parents just forget that they were children at one point in time and expect mm-hmm. adult results from children. Cause like yeah. it was a point in time where like we all felt grown as kids. And I think sometimes we were getting like, yeah, we was just kids. And like, you know, kids. Yeah. Kids. yeah. And that's what I'm going through with my kids now. So it is so hard. It's not, I take that back. It's not hard. It is very frustrating because, again, I have to parent them three at a time. So my little three, their ages are five, three, one. No, five, three, two. My middle ages are the twins and Chase. They're nine and eight. And then Alana, Ashton, and Moan are 17, 14. Well, she's 16, 14, 13. So I have, it's like having three sets of triplets. Mm-hmm. So because Alana's the girl, people think she's so much more mature. No, she's not. <laughs> <laughs> it's just a myth. Because for real, <clears throat> because I was, I was fucked up for so long financially, emotionally, mentally. I was fucked up. You know what I mean? I was down bad for a second. She never got that chance to experience the childhood that everybody else has experienced. Oh, yeah. I can't. So I have to, you know, like, I got to treat her like she, you know, because Sometimes we got to give her a little bit of what everybody else getting too. Exactly. Because she didn't get that chance to experience everything. So mm-hmm. it's more, so it's like a healing process. 
So right now I'm like in this, we in our own little bubble and we like healing because I wasn't, I'm, my oldest is 16, about to be 17. I'm about to be 35. We grew up together. So mm-hmm. it's like, I did a lot of damage. <clears throat> I allowed people to do a lot of damage. We got to heal from all that. And uh, you know what I mean? And I got to correct where I messed up at. Cause I see like, Oh, this is where I messed up at with this one because this one think it's okay to do this. And this one think it's okay to do that. And this one think it's okay to do this. Mm-hmm. So then I'm re-raising my older three. Yeah. All over again, because now at 35, I see like I fumbled a few times, you know what I mean? And, and it's just, it's just a, uh, but you get there, but you recognize it now. And like some yeah. people don't even want to look at it, but like you, you recognize it like, all right, now we got to go back and do some shit over. Yeah. Like I didn't have my aha moment. Like, aha, that's what, that's where I fucked up at. You know what I mean? So that's what I'm taking my time with doing now. Mm-hmm. Coming from a big family and having a bigger family is like amazing. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That shit is amazing because even though like I see my fuck ups, People on the outside be like, your kids are so well behaved. Can I just buy you and your kids lunch? They are so well mannered. Hi, guys. I Oh, your mom bought you guys with their work today. Like, it's just good to see, like, as hard as I am on myself, somebody really see, like, I really did put some work in for real. You know what I mean? Yeah. Being a parent is rewarding, but we are all, we are our own biggest critics when it comes to being parents. So I think it's just me. Cause I ain't that bad. Yeah, I think you're pretty cool. I think I'm pretty cool too. My I feel like I remember when Alana was born. Like I, I can't. I'm not sure, but I feel like because I know I wasn't there for everybody else. But I really, I don't know if I, I'm. I wasn't there, but I feel yeah. like I remember seeing you, or I remember like, I, did I come to the hospital? I think you did. Maybe that's what it was. Like I remember. Yeah, it was something. Was like the baby shower? I don't, I don't think you. Oh. I can't remember. I'm gonna have to look through the scrapbook. Yeah, because it's just you know, life started to I'm fly go by. My pictures and see. I know your mom was there. She be everywhere. She, she kicking more good. than me. She kicking more than me. How is she wait. doing? She doing great. You know, she didn't grow her hair out. She got her dress now. You know, she just oh. pop out and go travel whenever she feel like it. She she oh. she living a life. She she right. get her a good book and, and something to paint and she. <laughs> She good to go, man. Like I want to, I want to get her on the show, but like she probably like I feel like if we did, we'd be talking for like like ten hours because <laughs> what we'd be going, if we'd be talking for ten hours and it'd be nothing but jokes. <laughs> I love her. I ain't seen her so long. She is one of the dopest people on the planet. She really is. Got a question for you. Um, what? what is the most fascinating thing about you? I have nine kids. That is true. That is true. And you a remember, lot of people, because I and you remember all of their names. Alana, Ashton, Raymond, Roberto, Darnell, Chase, Beautiful, Naima, and Micah. Micah. That's your youngest Micah. name? That's the youngest, yeah. Okay. Um, what is the most rebellious thing you ever done? Oh. Trying to think about it. Can't think. I'm really a good person. I was a really good kid. Yeah, but you know, everybody like broke the rules, bent the rules a little bit, you know? What was like the most rebellious? Like, you like, I know I shouldn't, but I'm going to do it. The most rebellious thing I've ever done was got 
I do a lot of dumb stuff. <laughs> I got pulled over for real. This just recently happened. I got pulled over by the police. And it was like, okay, we're not going to take you. We're just going to give you a court date. Call and have somebody come and pick you, you know, come drive you from here. So I'm like, okay, whatever. So like maybe five minutes went by. And I really did have somebody on their way. But they like turned their lights on and sped off. So I like cut my car on and drove off. Like, what y'all gonna do? Come chase me? Y'all was all they was gone. <laughs> and they was <laughs> like down the street or some shit. Yeah, like I'm about to go. I'm not about to sit here. Y'all think I'm about to sit here after? No, bye, sir. I I drove the fuck off. That was the most rebellious thing lately. I think before that was. I don't really be doing stupid stuff. That was something so dumb. I don't know why I did it. <laughs> <Rest of business. laughs> that was like, I was just getting off work. Like, fuck y'all, I'm out of here. I feel it though. Fuck that shit. You, um, so what you feel like, because you know, the weather was cool for a hot second, then it went back to how the fuck mm-hmm. this bipolar ass Cleveland weather is. But mm-hmm. what, you, what you feel like your vibe going to be for the summer? Because right now, I've been listening to like a lot of Afro beats. Ooh. And then, like, a lot of ESTG for some reason. I don't even know how I got there. But, like, that's where I'm at. I'm on those two sides of the spectrum when it comes to music. And I feel like that's just really going to be my vibe for the summer. It's just, it's going to either be some gangster shit or it's going to be, like, some no. Afro beats or something. I am healing this summer. Like, I'm healing my whole family. Like, me and my mm-hmm. kids. So, that's what I'm dedicating my summer to. Like, I work a lot. Due to me being a single mom, like, I have to work a lot. Like, there's no way around it. Like, the numbers just don't lie. It's mm-hmm. nine of the motherfuckers and one of me. And we all got to have somewhere to live. We healing. If I can't do nothing else, shit. I party all the time. I kick it whenever I want to. But my main goal is to heal. Because I don't feel like I'm meant to stay in Ohio for my whole life. I got kids. They're about to graduate high school. I got some other ones that's about to start school. By the time Alana is ready to graduate high school, I should be moving us out of Ohio. So wherever she goes to school at, I can comfortably uproot us and we can comfortably go somewhere else. Other than that, I'm not really worried about like being seen or I, you know, I go out, but I never change mm-hmm. out, change where I go out to. I never change the crowd. I hang around, still kick it with the same people, which is usually my cousins or my sister, my mom. I never really do too much of nothing. Where do you Hopefully, um... I can find a boyfriend and <laughs> really be serious. For real, I'm serious this time. But I got to heal first. <laughs> like, I got to heal. <laughs> uh huh. Uh-huh. I'm serious this time. I, but okay. I got to heal. I got to heal my my inner child. Mm-hmm. And you want to know what made me realize I needed to heal my inner child? What? I told my kids, because, you know, again, my oldest son is gay. Mm-hmm. So, and my oldest three are so freaking close that when somebody picks on them. They are well, just. Pick on him, yeah, they, either somebody going to cry or somebody going to fight. And nine times out of ten, they do both. So they take the gay stuff to heart. You know what I mean? When it yeah. comes to their brother. But 
I always tell them, like, if it's okay for somebody to violate you and disrespect you, there's no boundary on how you respond. Because I know how I raised my kids and my daughter. I said, Alana, I need you to wash them while I go get my nails done. And she looked at me like, so when am I going to get my nails done? I allowed my daughter to set a fucking boundary. And she used me as the first boundary. Like, she looked at me like, bitch, these your kids. But that's when I realized, like... Oh, yeah. <laughs> that's when I realized, like... Yeah, like, okay, now it's time for not just them to set boundaries for their respect, but it's time for me to set boundaries, too, for anybody. And that's pretty much what I'm doing. But I just see, like, me and my daughter do have a great mother-daughter relationship. Mm -hmm. And you know how some... Shit, you had a sister and a mom. Mm -hmm. You know how girls and their moms can get. So my mama got three daughters, and we still going through that. I don't want that to ever be this. And I got five daughters. I don't want that to be my situation. You know what I mean? So seeing my child, like, stand up for herself and set that boundary. Like, bitch, these your kids. I need to go get my nails done first. And then I come back and get your kids. You know what I mean? Like, she ain't say those words, but that's the boundary she set. Yeah. Like, damn, like you got a lot of courage because me at 16 with my mom, I wouldn't have never said that. You know what I mean? I wouldn't have never voiced that. Like, so. And that's commendable too for you just respecting her boundary because that's something. Yeah. Because that's the boundary. And I told them, like, there's no titles don't hold no weight. Mm -hmm. I'm teaching them that. But in the middle of me teaching them that, I'm learning that for myself too. You know what I mean? So now I'm. The adult me don't take the shit. The inner child me realize like the shit I don't take now that I respond to with anger and annoyance Mm -hmm. and irritability. That's the shit that used to bother me when I was a child. I got to heal the inner my inner child so I can flourish so they can be better humans. Like they got to they're going to be grown. I got enough. I got a fucking adult daughter. I'm spending my whole summer fucking healing these kids and myself, okay? Mm-hmm. That's what I'm doing. Like, I could kick it anytime. Don't think I'm going to be in this motherfucker uh, using stage, burning stage and seeing Erica Badu and humming him <laughs> all summer. You know what I mean? But yeah, y'all gonna I'm have not taking no extracurricular time until, you know, to do anything outside of healing until mm-hmm. my healing for the day is done. Mm-hmm. So it's like it's hard and it's so annoying because again now they now they know like my we ain't going over nobody's house like we don't want to go over there. So mm-hmm. I got those kids now. You know what I mean? Like yeah. you know how it was like once you turn to certain age, like no, I'm, I don't want to go I over there. I feel like going over there. Yeah, I'm exactly. And I got I'm those kids now, but all of my fucking kids are like that. Not just one or two of the oh, teenagers. No. no, it's like everybody except for my little three. My little three between me put on some clothes and some shoes. They want some clothes and shoes to put on too, because wherever I'm going, they're going to get some cookies, some candy, and some pop. <laughs> yep, they know what it Them is. The other one's like, mine, you cash at us. Yep. We'll see y'all later. Yeah, you feel me? But so, and again, it's part of them setting their own boundaries. They fuck mm-hmm. with people, how they fuck with people. If you show them who you is, 
and they, they don't like it, yeah. but they gonna fall back and just let it be what it is. Me, on the other hand, I used to take shit to the chin and just be like, all right, whatever, or cry about it. Mm-hmm. I gotta heal the inner child in me because that stuff that bothered me then bothers me now, and it's like I explode mm-hmm. when it's done. You know what I mean? I cuss, I fuss. And in order for them to not respond like that, I gotta let the, I gotta allow them to do that shit. Mm-hmm. So my healing coming from watching them set their own boundaries. I made a post about that like last month, maybe a few months ago, probably two months ago. Yeah. I just let my kids set their boundaries and I watch how they deal with people. And that's what helps me heal myself. Ah, that is that is that is a beautiful thing to hear. Cause like you are aware of you know what is needed. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, you want to know something? A lot of people are, but a lot of people don't. I just told somebody else too. We women think we perfect. Like we think we perfect. Like you got me fucked up. I ain't did that. Like, yeah, the fuck you did. You did. And Mm -hmm. I was with you when you did it. And I helped you do it. So we both (laughs) fucked up. Like, just take accountability. You know what I mean? Like, Mm -hmm. it's just you ain't gotta keep doing whatever you did. Exactly. It's either you're gonna keep doing it or you're gonna straighten up and fly right. At this point, we too close to the grave for you to still be doing the same thing. Mm-hmm. And that's just a harsh reality. Yeah, some like some people just absolutely have to, you gotta, you gotta know that about yourself. And then you gotta, you gotta, you gotta fix what you gotta fix, regardless if you need help fixing it or not. You gotta fix what you gotta fix. You gotta make sure that you're right. Because <laughs> no matter what, parent or not, you are um Somebody's looking at you watching you, even if it's for a second. Yep. So once you're done with your healing process, that's when you're gonna um you're gonna slide in that that one nigga was his name Payne. You're gonna slide in his DMs after that. Oh, oh I didn't even tell you I slid in his DM already. <laughs> no, I didn't hear about this shit. <laughs> I wanted to screenshot it to you. Yes, I did. <laughs> what you gonna do? Tell me no. Fuck out of here. He he kind of did, but still. <laughs> <laughs> he kind of did. I shot my shot. That's all that matters. You only did once. I feel you, because you know, if Rihanna wasn't pregnant, I would have slid in her DM. No, I think you should still do it anyway. Oh man, I should. Maybe I should. <laughs> yeah, because you only did once. So they gonna say no. He you fucking right. She about to get her. You about to get a DM. You can tell me no. I ain't gonna care. Y'all been told no before. She probably ain't even gonna tell me no. She probably ain't even gonna read it, but you know. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) She probably ain't even gonna read it because that's what I thought when I DM'd that man. And then he read it. He read it and he responded. See? See? But I ain't gonna get no response, though. No, you might. I mean, I'm. I'm just saying. <laughs> Real she might, she might try to respond. She might respond, or her boyfriend might respond. And then if she, if he responds, just would be like, "Hey, you want to hop on my podcast?" Yeah. What are you gonna say? No, you hop on okay. the podcast, or I'll take your baby mama. Shit, you gotta make your decision, bro. You feel me? Zap <laughs> <laughs> <Except> that, nigga. <laughs> um, She's gonna be dude. mad as hell. Two words. Two words that describe you. <sighs> it ain't just two words that describe me. I don't think you got to pick two. I I do too. Unforgivable blackness. I am ambitious. Mm. 
One more. <sighs> and conscious. Ambitious and conscious. All right, I'll see you. Death poetry jam and trio and chill. Okay. Right. So I know you like, I, I know you got pretty good taste in music. What would you say? I do. Who, who would you put on like, you can only pick four. And it's like your Mount Rushmore of just the greatest musician and artist, any genre that you would want. The four. Who would who would be on like your Mount Rushmore? Mount Rushmore, JC, Jada, Fab, <sighs> the last spot hard, huh? Yeah, yeah, because I'm gonna pick a girl, but you know you can't. I really can't never pick between Lil Kim and Foxy Brown. It's hard decision. It could That's be any genre though. It could be a singer. No. Nah. Oh, any singer, Adele. Adele. Nope. I take that back. Erica Badu. Oh, Erica Badu. All right then. I would say, on Mount Rushmore, greatest artist. Um, definitely. I definitely got to throw Mike in there. So Michael Jackson. Um. Definitely have Jay up there. What was I listening to earlier the other day? I think I would have to put Sam Cooke in mind. And then, let's see, Michael Jackson, Jay-Z, Sam Cooke in the last spot. Something that I could listen to forever. Who could I just listen to forever? Uh, who could I listen to forever? I would say probably like um I could probably throw like J. Cole in there. Yeah, I could because I could listen to any J. Cole. Yeah. I can't put him before the other three though. I like them though. Yeah. Because like to me, them. that's like just what I could turn on. I could just listen. Yeah, but I don't really I wouldn't never put him before. Nope, I still wouldn't put him before. Mm-hmm. You saw but that uh, you saw that GQ magazine. Uh, no, they did an article on uh, Future saying he's the best rapper alive. No, they didn't. Yeah, they did. I ain't mad I'm at it though. Yeah, I am, yeah, I first of all, I'm mad that I didn't see it. Second of all, who voted on that? I think uh, it was an article written by Elliot Wilson. White people? No, no, Elliot Wilson is a black dude. And um, basically, to me, if you think of it, no, Elliot Wilson, like, he big. Like, he do this, like, rap journalism thing. And for me, I think it was just, like, if you think about it, right, Future is probably one of the most influential, like, people in music in a long time. If you think about it, if you think about a lot of people's sound, it's like Future. Some people mash up Future sound with some other shit. But, like, for a lot of rappers coming out now, a lot of them just sound like Future. And like everybody was saying that for a long time, like all these rappers sound like Future. Shit, uh, what's his name? Panda, what's, what's that nigga name? Decision. Hey, whatever happened to him anyway? He came out with one song sounding exactly like Future. And yeah. You feel me? So like, I can see why they could say that. Cause like he, it's more, it's more, um, it's more people out here imitating Future style than anybody else's. And if you ask the right person, they're gonna say future probably the goat. Like if you like future better than Jay-Z to some people. No, he's not, but we but we all know he's not though. They just be talking. But they like, be high. But well, if then that's they shit then. That's what they like. 
I can't I can't yeah. hate on it because I I fucks with future shit. Like I ain't the biggest future fan, but like I for I sure got like too. maybe three or four uh like future joints that like I just can't I, I would never let go. Like my collection will forever be my shit. Like my collection, I feel like he made that just for me to play. <laughs> Telling you that one, and then uh is it monster? I think it is monster that one and monster. No, nah, throw away. It's throwaway, throwaway for me. Throwaway, yeah, yeah. See, I fuck Ooh. with that one too. That's that one right there. I love him when he be sounding like he mad at Sierra. And like, <laughs> yeah, he be mad. <laughs> oh, I really like mean. that song though. Because it's so he, good, but then it to the end, it, that nigga be bitter as fuck. I love it. He was mad. He was real like, like, all right, baby mom. Like, that's what I really, but I really like the song, but okay, baby mom. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he was hurt. <laughs> He was hurt, but like I, I am definitely not mad at them saying that Future is the uh, the best rapper. Alive. There's a lot of other rappers that love this better, but like I, I get where they, I get why they said it. I could understand that. I really don't, but I can, but I really can't. But <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, who, who would it be for you? I don't know, but it wouldn't be his ass. I mean, if you gonna say he the best rapper alive, then what about uh? Shit, I don't know. I can't take them three off of Mount Rushmore, though. Well, I mean, somebody might say it could be Kendrick. Some people might say it's Drake. Like, I listen to everybody. Me too. But I really wouldn't take them off and put fucking Future up there. I, I feel like Future top 10 at least. I feel like he at least top 10, top 10, top 20. For sure. Future <sighs> definitely top 10. Top 20, maybe. We yeah. can do top 20. I don't oh, think top 10. Because then I'm going to have to put J. Cole in there. And then Pop going to go in there somewhere. Yeah, he want to make it top 10. Um, What's something you feel like, what's something you wish you had more of and why? Mm. I wish I had more knowledge of African-American health Mm. because, you know, we lost my brother. He was only 17, Mm -hmm. but in the process of losing him, like it was so much that we were not conscious of, that we had no knowledge of. That if we would have just had just a little bit more, I think we could have did something. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I shouldn't have lived with that, but I mean that's the honest answer. That's what you wish you had more of. Because just the way like it happened. And it happened so fast. I don't know if we could have saved them a whole lot, but it could have been something. You know what I mean? Like we you feel didn't like have... you might have been able to get a little more time at least. Yeah, like mm-hmm. watching my little brother fight for his life, like it ain't never been a situation my siblings ain't been in. And hey, you ain't never got to fight alone. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But that's that one time, like, I couldn't jump in. 
I couldn't, you know what I mean? Like yeah. being the older sister, like I felt like I needed to save him, but I didn't even know what I needed to save him from. Yeah, and that could be hard. And that shit fuck with me all the time. And I try not to even speak on it. Because it shit is that shit painful. That shit painful. Mm-hmm. Cause it's some shit like like knowing what I know now, had I could have like put shit in place, like, hey, we don't need to be drinking this water. Hey, have you know what I mean? Like yeah. we have a gene in our family. I don't know what it's called. The BRCA one. It's called the BRCA one gene, like pretty much where <sighs> it doesn't hit everybody. It'll be like probably one of my grandkids or something because my brother already passed from it. So it might be one of my grandkids where it pretty much is like, a, a it's aggressive. Mm-hmm. So anything he had to battle, they, it, that gene made it more aggressive. So I was in the shelter back then. I was in the shelter and then they was off at school. Then Yale lived with her grandmother. My mother was, I don't even, my mother was up here in Akron. I was in the shelter in Cleveland. Nene was off at school. Tutu was locked up. Danielle lived with her grandparent, her grandmother on her father's side. Nobody had no, like, it was no stability. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So coming from a shelter, like, I can't bring him in. I knew he was sick. And, and we was, like, putting shit in place at the shelter. Like, hey, can my brother just come here with me so I can make sure he okay? Because at this point, he go to school up here. My mom lives in Akron. He's not trying to go to Akron and go to school. He want to stay up here. Yeah. We just need to find out what's wrong. My grandmother ended up getting put on hospice, my father's mom. And it was like, my grandmother died the 11th. My grandmother died the, nope, she ain't died the 11th. She died the ninth. Deuce died the 18th. I was getting ready for my grandmother's funeral. And my mother called my phone and said, hey, your brother, they saying your brother ain't going to make it through the night. So I had to change out the funeral clothes and rush to Akron and still be back to the shelter by 8 o'clock. That shit is amazing. Like, had I had any type of knowledge or the ambition I have now, like mm-hmm. shit could have been so much different. I could have been everywhere I needed to be. But due to like my living situation, I had to like, and I didn't have a car. So I was spending one day with my grandmother at the hospice at hospice and then going back to the shelter, going to sleep, leaving back out at like 5 a.m. so I can catch the bus to Akron to see my brother the next day. Like that shit, that's how I rotated my schedule. Mm-hmm. If I just had a little bit more knowledge on African American health, I probably could have saved. I feel like I could have saved them. I probably couldn't have saved them a whole lot, but a whole lot would have been different. Yeah, and resources are different now. And and then like you, you know, you can't beat yourself up about it because like you were young. Yeah, I was young. <laughs> like you know, we didn't know the stuff that we know now. We didn't have the things that we have now. Would you rather be rich and famous or rich and annoying? Annoying? Yeah, rich and famous or rich and annoying. I, myself, would prefer to be rich and annoying. Annoying how, though? I don't know. I would just be being myself, and that's annoying enough. 
So yeah, because my baby father tell me I'm irritating all the time. As well. What women? A woman being irritating? Oh my god, never. That's not even possible. I know. So I think I would be. I would rather. I would want to be famous. You're Too much for being famous. Okay. Want, yeah. Take a picture. Flick. Flick. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to do that. I I don't want to do that. Yeah, I would because I like. I feel like being rich and annoying would be like um. Being like Elon Musk and like doing just random shit to shake up the world for no reason. I would be rich and annoying. I would do annoying shit. Like buy Twitter for no reason. Yeah. Just I can do I stuff like be, that. I wanted to be my my platform. Which I'm not mad at that shit at all. I don't even know why everybody's upset with Elon Musk buying Twitter. Like if you put an edit button on that shit that's free, great. Because I love Twitter. It's just. I don't like Twitter. Oh, Twitter is where people use their words in the most unreal and terrible way and funny way possible. Like it's well, my timeline is all jokes. I don't know what everybody else should look like. But my shit is just people being funny. I don't really uh I don't even try to go down those rabbit holes of like the other bullshit of like people having those unreal conversations on the internet. Because mm. uh it don't do nothing but like fuck with your brain. Like you can't be on the internet too long because then it'll like warp your brain. Yep. Nobody is talking about real shit on the internet they just like blurting out their thoughts and trying to be profound it's not always profound like um one of my things i really dislike about the internet is um people being like social media deep you know what i mean Mm -hmm. like these um i don't even know what to call it but like just these weird ass posts and stuff like that trying to be deep like you know like I feel like people that do that always end up turning into like Derrick Jackson type motherfuckers. Like, man, look, you know, <laughs> like that's just some shit you don't want to be. Like, I think we starting to forget, and I don't want nobody to forget who that nigga is. Remember him for who he is. Completely nothing. Like nobody, just fake. He was out here ruining people's relationships and like speaking all this bullshit. It was not living what he was preaching, which should let all the people that listen to him know that he was a liar. I'm glad I was never one of them niggas that agree with anything he said. I always thought he was full right. of shit. And like that man was he used to put the battery in women back and charge them up to go fuck up their life. Man. Like sometimes, sometimes all right, he might have made a little sense, but you just know the amount of lie that was behind it. Cause like my guy was like make his videos outside his other woman house and shit. Like it was it wild boy. Don't ever forget about Dave Jackson. He's a piece of shit. He's a piece of shit. He yeah. a piece of shit and his wife. She in the second place. <laughs> she is. I'm not gonna judge her for like whatever she choose to stay for. I'm just saying, like, we ain't gonna judge her. I'm, bullshit. I'm, not to judge I'm, I'm not gonna judge her neither. But she should have got somebody should have whooped her ass. <laughs> girl, how would you not girl by by girl? I don't. And that's why I t- titles I like he embarrassed her too much. Like he embarrassed her in front of the world. And like he made a name for himself being this kind of man. And then he and like all that shit went away. He was not that. And she still stayed there and he just kind of made her look stupid because he went out chasing all the shit that he said, all the ain't shit niggas do. Like he went out and did all the shit. Yeah, you was the ain't shit nigga. That's why you knew so much. He was so specific yeah. too. Yeah, that's why I ain't never know what he was talking about because I ain't that. Black man, like that exist, Derek? All the time, Derek, that nigga. Mm-hmm. Piece of 
Like, what the fuck was wrong with them? I don't know. I'm so mad that she was not an investigator. You ain't even <laughs> yeah, gotta go she through know. Most women would have knew. For sure, most women would have knew. You ain't gotta go through his phone, girl. What is you? What was you? You wasn't in press service that long. I don't give a fuck. Nah. Girl. Nah. Uh, you know a random thought I had the other day? What? Um, I wish Kiki Palmer would do the voice for the iPhone. Cause like I would really enjoy hearing Kiki Palmer like give me directions, <laughs> like tell me jokes and shit. Like how like how they had Issa Rae on the Google joints. Like I'm I, I think Kiki Palmer has the perfect voice for like the iPhone. She like uh she dope. And she got all them different, like, she could do all them different voices, too. So you can have, like, Kiki Palmer does, like, uh, like an elderly lady voice. And <laughs> Kiki Palmer do, like, like, she, man, she just dope. So, like, I would like to hear her do all her different voices on the phone. Because the phone gives you, like, a couple different choices. Like, do all of them. I switch that shit every couple months. <laughs> Turn here, boo. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm, I, I just read something on her. Oh, about what? Or was it about the whole uh, people like taking pictures of her and like videos of her without was that her it? I think that was it. Like without her permission, like after she yeah. told them not type deal. Yeah. Yeah. But um, she said no means no. And I be telling people like, no, is just a sentence. Like I shouldn't have to elaborate on my no. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. So, like, she really made me feel like, <laughs> like, I was high at the time. Okay. So I'm <laughs> like, no means no. Oh my God. Somebody raped Kiki Palmer. Oh my God. No. I know I was so high, but I just read the first sentence. And that's why I screenshotted it because mm-hmm. I was fucking high. But, and you know, like, how old people be, like, just saying shit and doing shit because they want to, yeah. like the baby boomers. Yeah. Like, this generation fucks up like that. Like, for we real. We just be doing shit. That is true. Yeah, like, I would just be blaming my grandma. Like, my grandma said, like, because <laughs> my grandma be doing shit like that for real. Like, grandma, no. Like, my grandma said, I could do it just like this. So that's how I'm going to do yeah, it. Yeah, just like this, though. Like, Straight grandma, up. don't give my baby no pork. Oh, I just gave the baby a sausage sandwich. Grandma, we don't even eat pork. You better have my kid dying. Like, why would you do that? Oh, she'll be all right. You know what I mean? Like yeah. stuff like that. Like we ne- nobody ever takes stuff serious. And it really comes from like our grandmas, I think. Like, no, nah, don't do that. I do what I want to do. Like, you really don't true. really take, you know true. what I mean? Yeah, the grandma always be like, no, nah, baby eat solid yeah. food. No, it don't matter. I be seeing it with my mom and my grandma. Like, it's just pancakes. They can gum it. <laughs> yeah. I'm about to just choke your kid with some water. Grandma. Out. Yeah. yeah, hey, that is true. <laughs> Grandma's be breaking all the rules. I saw oh, this. Really? Um, I saw this interesting tweet, and oh, you have five girls, so I, I wanted to. Um, I wanted to get your perspective on it. It said misogyny it? is so deep that it even affects girls who aren't even born yet. Look how nasty people are when they find out they're having a little girl. So, um, I remember. I remember talking to one of my friends. She was having a daughter and she said that she cried when the doctor told her that she was having a little girl. I talked and then like I've I've never heard a man say that he was upset that he was having a little girl. It's usually like I hear women say that they're upset when they have like 
they're having a girl when they found out about the baby. And I wanted to ask you, did you ever, when you were having your girls, ever go to a point where it was like, I don't know where the feeling comes from. So like, is it like a feeling of worry or like, like, what does that come from? Or did you feel that feeling? And if you did, where did it come from? I I didn't feel that feeling. I was happy to have girls. Girls are so, I I really don't have, I don't see how people could be biased. Me Girls. I, I, no, I never had that feeling. I got fat, but I see that now, like having an older daughter, mm-hmm. it's going to be like, these last ones should be like smooth sailing for real. But no, nah, you know, they say like, uh, your daughter's paid back. For what so you, you did to what, him. You just know what's coming. I just know what's coming. But I really wasn't no bad kid. You know what I mean? Times that you gotta change with the times. And that's what keeps me so young. Cause people really don't know how many kids I really have. I never share my children with the internet ever. If I do, it's like once a year. I never <laughs> true. I never share my children with the internet. I never share my pregnancies. And you want to know something? I never share my pregnancies with my family. I didn't know that it's, part. No. My last, nobody knew I was pregnant with my last four until I had them. My grandmother, beautiful, nobody knew I was pregnant at all with beautiful until I showed up with a baby. You got, you can't just be doing that to people. I, I know my grandmother cried. I broke my grandma's heart. Yeah, you so can't be I, doing that to people. And then you're gonna name the baby beautiful. Come on now, you're gonna name your daughter beautiful and just pop up with her. It's a, it's a reason behind it. And I don't share it with people. I'm gonna share it because I ain't ashamed of it no more. Beautiful was number seven. Mm-hmm. That's the number of completion. So I don't know why the fuck I felt like it was so like horrible for me to have another kid because I had already had six. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it was circumstances. It wasn't like I was homeless. I wasn't like I wasn't working. It was issues amongst her, me and her father. Oh, so okay. I'm like putting my baby up for adoption. Oh, okay. Met a, I met the potential parent. I didn't physically meet her because I went through an adoption agency. The adoption agency was a beautiful agency. Um, the caseworkers there were beautiful people. They paid for my attorney's fees. I didn't have to pay for my attorney. Um, but when it came time to deliver her, because again, that was one of the reasons nobody knew about her because I was putting her up for adoption. Mm-hmm. Um, the the lady walked in my room. And she was a white woman. And that was, nah. And that was, that was not who I thought I was, you know, mm-hmm. with my baby suit. So that was the first red flag. The second red flag was, um, I asked her, like, you know, can my daughter ride up here with you? Because my kids didn't even know I was pregnant with her. Mm-hmm. They didn't find out until the morning of my induction, like, I made them, I got up, baked them some peanut butter cookies and, you know, got dinner started for a few days because I'm going to be in the hospital. And my daughter was like, mom, why are you doing this? I'm like, well, I'm about to go to the hospital. So I did have on a fitted shirt this time. She's like, why your stomach looks so big? You got a boo-boo? I'm like, no. (laughs) (laughs) 
You know, I don't have to Google. I'm about to go have a baby. She's like, mom, you've been pregnant all this time. I'm like, yeah, but she's not coming home. I knew what I was having. Mm-hmm. Um, so me and the adoptive mom, before I could physically meet her, because she was supposed to be from fucking Tennessee, she wasn't. Mm-hmm. We had agreed on naming her Beautiful Chance. Because at the time, I I felt like I was, you know, uh, the father played a part in the depression I went through with her. Mm-hmm. So I just was like, you know, like this would be her chance to have a beautiful chance. And that's where her name came from. So um, that's her first and middle name. And the lady came in, she came like with flowers and hi, I'm XYZ. I can't remember the, why I, I don't even remember what I said to her. My mom was like, okay, Rashonda, I need you for you to just go to labor because, you know, she felt like I was being rude, but I really wasn't. It was just more so like deception. Yeah. Um, My caseworker came, my caseworker looked at me. She looked at the lady like, hi, who are you? And she was like, oh, I talk to you all the time. I'm the adoptive parent. Um, my caseworker waited for her to leave out and she like, well, she said that she was fine here and she, I just seen her get out of a car with a whole bunch of men. I'm like, oh, okay, no, no big deal. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? I went through this labor. I was in labor for like 26 hours. I went through this labor, um, had the baby, but the nurse, this lady was so fucking mean to me. She was so fucking mean to me. I have never done skin to skin. Again, beautiful is baby number seven. Uh-huh. I have never, ever, ever done skin to skin with none of my children. Okay? Mm-hmm. That lady forced me to do skin to skin. And I'm like, no, I don't even want to see her. Let alone, you know, yeah. putting her on me. Because again, I was still going through the adoption process. The lady like, no, if you don't want me to check her, go ahead and push her out. She didn't leave. She did catch her. And she threw her up on my chest. So I'm like, mom, I'm not supposed like to have this baby. She was like, you not, you not giving yeah, this not baby to this white lady. Here, I'll take this baby. That's pretty much what she said. Uh-huh. Move my gun right here, bitch. This your baby. <laughs> yep. She was like, nah, you ain't doing that. <laughs> so I tell the lady like, hey, I can't give you my baby. I can't give you my baby. I don't know what's t- stopping me from giving you my baby. I apologize that you came all this way. And hopefully you can forgive me down the line, whatever, right? Fast forward, beautiful is now, now she's five, but at this time she was three. The lady who was supposed to adopt her was on my motherfucking TV screen being sentenced for killing the baby by overdosing that baby by putting heroin on their gums because they were teething. Oh, hell no. How was she even able to adopt? What the fuck? I'm thinking this lady lived in Tennessee the whole time. This bitch was from fucking Maine. Mm. So it was like a lot of deception. Yeah, it wasn't meant to be, yeah. So, and my grandmother was like, who baby is this? Like, so we didn't came home and my grandmother still didn't know I had had a baby. I didn't went to my grandma's house without the baby because my other one of my father's sisters passed. I done came to Cleveland, went to my grandma's house after I had my baby. I'm like, oh, I'm giving Alana a birthday party. And 
Tutu bought my grandma out there, but Tutu didn't know I had a baby either. <laughs> and they both like, who baby is this? Like, oh, it's mine. Uh-huh, yeah. They were so hurt. My grandmother cried. Like, grandma, what are you crying for? I can believe she it. Tell me anything else, but you couldn't tell me you were pregnant. Like, grandma, I wasn't even keeping it. You know what I mean? But <sighs> so now I just have my, I don't feel like having a daughter is bad unless you reaping some type of karma. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, everybody ain't going to speak on what they really did. I'm grateful for my daughters because it makes me become a better woman. You got to protect them even more. But that's about it. Me and my daughters are like so cool. Like we are like, my little ones call me their best friend. You know what I mean? So it's like super dope. I don't really see anything wrong with it, with having a girl. I love having my girls. I mean, it's not like we can make a robot (laughs) because If we could, I would throw one in there, but I I don't, I know. I wouldn't never, I wouldn't, no, I've never not wanted a girl. I always wanted girls. It's so cool. It's so cool. Trust me. I, I will, I will take your word for it. It um, is. I'm telling you. Girls are so fun. Probably because I am a female. I mean, I believe, yeah, women are fun. I, I agree. Women are fun. I will say that, um, Every time I've hung out and there was ever a girls' night and I got invited, it was always a great time. For some odd yeah. reason, you hang out with women, they feed you. You always have some good wine. And, um, like, it's always something to do. When you hang with the yeah, niggas, we just make that stuff. it ain't the same. It, it's not the same. Sometimes we don't eat, which is, like, kind of like the worst part about it. Yeah, I could never be friends with guys. Because <laughs> we don't feed I be telling my sons all the time, like, y'all so fucking dirty. Yeah, like it don't even make sense. I mean, we not dirty. I would call it like an organized filth. It's like it's it's the st- the shit don't be dirty. It just be unorganized. It's just a bunch of piles of clean stuff. Now, if it's a bunch of piles of dirty stuff, that's different. Nah, they just dirty. I I I, I do a nice sweep once a week. That's how they feel. That's and that you want to know something crazy? They only sweep once a fucking week like bro why is my it's nine of y'all in this motherfucker if you don't sweep the floor like oh i didn't know i didn't see that like bro it's a whole ass like a fucking bread how did you not see it like i just bought bread today how did you not see the bread that i just bought today on the floor today right now kids oh, are I really didn't blind see it. like bro you're just dirty like yeah. go in your room and stay there yeah kids are really blind like they really yeah that is true though because well, you want to know something funny? Kids are blind, but men will continue to be blind and develop ADHD as we get yeah, older. Yeah, like, I don't know so what like, you're talking about. When you meet your husband, I just want you to know that he's going to do the same exact thing, and he's going to admit that he started sweeping and then stopped sweeping and doing some other shit every time because... I mean, talk to do it all the time. I just wonder, like... Mm-hmm. But I got sons, so now I really see, like, the male species is really... We, um, yeah, we different. Y'all different. Yeah. My yeah, girls, we, but my girls after the boys act just like the boys. So it's like they dirty too. Like, <laughs> don't get it wrong. They're dirty separate too. Them. You gotta separate them. Or they, they are just, separated, but they, they so just, close in age. They just go. So dirty. like my little three, the five, three, and two, 
Mm-hmm. Well, my three-year-old about to be four, so they five, four, and two. She, uh, they are really, they're really pretty. Like, they caught, they came in, like, you know, when I was, like, starting to go out and not work as much. Like, they, they gonna be cool. Mm-hmm. But but that motherfucking one that's up there with the twins, that eight year old one. <laughs> she wanted a boy. Uh, remember how brutal them was when they was little? <laughs> I want to play. She so like ten times motherfucking worse. I ain't oh. lying. She like a little boy. She be slamming my twins in here. My twins so skinny. <laughs> hey, I be letting her go for what the fuck she know at this point. Y'all better fight that boy. Cause, <laughs> cause she ain't fucking stopping. I'm tired of telling her to stop at this point. Beat that little boy ass off. <laughs> they be like, "Mom, can you just get your daughter?" Like, hell no, no. slap no. her ass so she can stop. Yeah. I'm tired of telling her, "Hey Chase, keep your hands off them boys." She don't fucking care. She act just like Khadija daughters did when they was little. She's a little boy. Yeah, because it's over with. Because you know what? When you leave, she's going to beat him up again. So yeah, it don't matter. She, she always got a purse. But she's so freaking... Oh, that's my ghetto one. That's my rough <laughs> man. For real. Hey, but she's going to have her bag on her, though. She's going to have everything she, she needs. She's going to have her bag. She, she got this little <laughs> unicorn motherfucking lunchbox. And she told that bitch everywhere she go. It's a big-ass... She on that nigga puts her lunch in a fucking Walmart bag. And then just I will say not. And she keep her pistol. It's like a uh it's a pencil pouch, but it's the black and silver one. Uh-huh. I don't know if this is specific. She got that bitch in there. And it's full of motherfucking crayons. <laughs> she keep fucking them up. Okay. I ain't lying. She she don't put that bitch in her book bag. She carried that motherfucker in her hand. I don't know who raised her Wait. in her past life. <laughs> Hey, look, yeah, I got it on me. Right, some this old lady raised her in her past, but like that little girl, she don't go nowhere without that motherfucking lunchbox with the unicorn on. You'll think she had a pistol in there. Oh, that is hilarious. I ain't lying. That look, I be telling them, like, y'all better slam them. Because at this point, she ain't stopping. Like, she a boy at this point. Fight, fight him back. <laughs> she be having them niggas folded up in the closet, all types of shit. How would you describe your sense of humor? And how does it make you feel um, when other people laugh at your jokes? Then I'm funny as fuck. I don't need nobody laughing at me. I laugh at myself. <laughs> so I don't even really be caring. But I'm funny, so I really can't, like, I can't, it, I ain't never not had nobody. I don't even be making jokes, though. You know what I mean? Like, I will say, I women, really, women are funny, but, like, the thing is, y'all don't be being funny when y'all funny. Y'all be being y'all selves. Yeah. Like, I be being <laughs> yeah. serious. Like, come live with me for an hour. I promise you, you're not going to want to come back. Like, my kids <laughs> really off the chain, and I be letting them do whatever they want to do. As long as you don't break my TV, don't break my nails, don't hurt the baby, don't eat all the food, yeah, don't fall out the window. It's, yeah, like, don't do anything drastic. Oh. I think I'm funny. I don't even need nobody to tell me I'm funny. I know I'm funny. I'm funny. I'm funny to myself. So I know I'm funny to somebody else because I'm funny. 
I'd be cracking up to my throat, especially when I get hot. For real, especially when I get hot. I don't need no motherfucking friends or nobody around. I laugh. So I have tears coming out my face. Like I, I took my grandma's garbage. I was so hot. I took my grandma's garbage out. <laughs> and you know when you live in when they live in the old people building, you got to go to the little garbage chute thing and drop the garbage oh, yeah. down the soup. Hey, I laughed so motherfucking hard. I had to take a break because I needed to wipe my face. But I was just in my head, like I had scenarios in my head that made me laugh. I'm funny. I don't be needing nobody to be funny with me. Like I, I know I'm really funny. Don't. To that day where you just crack it up and the person sitting next to you don't know what yeah. you're laughing about because you told them. I was dying laughing. Like <laughs> I was laughing so hard, I had to take a break, like and bend over because my stomach was hurting. But <laughs> nobody out there with me. I was just so pickled. Oh my god, you was hey <laughs> just know you and somebody camera roll on video just crap. Man, I was dying laughing. I'm like, man, I hope these people are running cameras back and uh, ask my grandma. Look at this shit, y'all. Look at this shit, y'all. What the fuck is she thought? What is she laughing man, at? I was dying laughing. My grandmother like, what took you so long? Man, I could not fucking contain the laugh. I laughed even harder, like nothing. <laughs> nothing, grandma. I was just out there. I was just out there. But I was yeah, I was so fucking high. I was so high. Oh, man. I had an out of body experience. I was so high. <laughs> I couldn't do that shit no more. I was laughing so hard. So I don't really think like I don't ever think about that stuff. Uh. Shit, that was... I don't ever think about it because I make myself laugh. Like I'm funny to myself, so I know somebody else laughing because I ain't the only person who think like this. I don't never really, I don't really be telling jokes though either. I know that's why I be saying like women just be funny because most of the time y'all just be serious. Yeah, but that should be funny for real. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. Because one thing about women is when y'all start talking y'all shit, y'all don't give a fuck. I don't man. That's but I don't thing. be getting like that with people. That and see, that's part of my healing too. I don't get like that with people no more. Like, if you gotta take me there to the point where I gotta be mean and nasty and rude, I know my mouth shoot like a forty-five. I don't need you to mm. take me there. I'd rather just walk away because what what am I gaining from hurting mm. your feelings? Because I'm gonna talk about you and I'm funny, so it's really gonna piss you off. But what am I gaining once I'm done? Yeah. I don't gain anything. What I'm going to say, oh, I bet you I, I bet you she won't say nothing else. No, like, I don't like that. I don't like stuff like that. I don't like to be put in positions like that. But if you going to put me in that position, then, yeah, I'm about to light your ass up. I'm going <laughs> to light your ass up. I'm going to light your ass up. This- what is your message that you want to get to the people before we get out of here? I don't know. Your word to the folks before I give them the quote. My word to the folks. Mm, titles don't mean shit, y'all. It don't say, don't accept no disrespect from no mother. I'm I'm teaching my kids this and I'm learning this as I'm teaching my kids this. And it is the best fucking thing I've learned. It's the best fucking thing I've taught. Titles don't mean shit. I don't go fuck who it is. My mom, my grandma, my sister, my cousin, my auntie. A baby daddy, a boyfriend, them titles don't mean shit. Don't let nobody disrespect you. 
I don't give a fuck what the title is. If you if you gotta cry behind something somebody said to you, don't let no title hold you to that disrespect. Yeah. yeah. Don't ever let nobody hold you to that to that level of disrespect. Because then again, you're gonna be healing and repairing damage. Like I'm doing now at 35. Don't ever let nobody, man. You got me. I'm learning this shit because I done taught my kids this, and it's the best thing I've ever fucking done. For real. I don't give a fuck. You piss me off. Fuck you. I'm putting your ass in the book of life. Cause that's it. Like you, you stand over there. You stay there and don't come back from out of that book. Cause your chapter with me is done. I don't give a fuck who it is. And that's some deep ass shit. That's some deep ass shit. And I'm teaching my kids that. And a lot of people suffer from letting a title hold them hostage, whether it's your husband, whether it's shit, a fucking child, a parent, a sibling, any other family member, a boss. I don't give a fuck what the title is. We're going to respect each other. I'm going to respect you as a human first. Anything after that is based on how you treat me. I'm going to respect you as a human, though. Yeah, that's what we all don't respect you. Yeah. yeah, I love humans, but I love all humans. Yeah. Now, anything after that, it's based on you. You got to show me why I got to fuck with you. You're stronger. Other than that, I ain't fuck with you. Yeah, I can feel that. Um, so first off, thank you. Thank you for coming through. I appreciate it so much, man. I enjoy talking to you. I just, I guess this was like us catching up for real. So uh, before we get out of here, y'all, you know, I got to hit you with the quote from around the way. And this one comes from the great hip hop philosopher, Jay-Z. Could have been anywhere in the world, but you're here with me. And I appreciate that. Peace. <laughs>